nine millions uh, here in the UK suffer from uh, knee osteoarthritis. And um, knee osteoarthritis is, uh, is what we call a mechanical disease, um, which means abnormal loading on the joints leads to a higher level of inflammation in the joint, which then leads to uh, cartilage de uh, de degeneration. And that's what we call osteoarthritis. Welcome to Forever Young, the health and well-being podcast from Lanzerhof. My name is Mario Pedazzoli, and in every episode, join me in conversation with a variety of health experts and special guests as we explore what it means to live well. We may not find the secret to eternal youth, but join me on our quest as we explore just what it means to live a balanced, healthy, and happy life. Welcome to Forever Young. In today's episode, we shall be considering prevention, specifically prevention of musculoskeletal injuries and disease, which can often be the cause of pain and discomfort impacting our daily lives. And this concerns all of us. Musculoskeletal injuries occur as a result of simple everyday actions, such as lifting heavy objects, playing sports, repetitive movements, or overuse. In fact, lower back pain from overuse is, after all, the most common work-related diagnosis in Western society. Injuries can also occur from everyday accidents, trips, falls, whiplash, car accidents. And what about the longer term and disease? What are the consequences of a lifetime of poor posture, wear and tear? Are arthritis and osteoporosis in our later years inevitable consequences of life? Or, in fact, are they preventable? Well, who better to help us explore this further than my special guest today, Dr. Sebastian Kunz. Sebastian is an orthopedic surgeon by qualification and also the medical director of Lanzerhof at the Arts Club on Dover Street in Mayfair, a medical facility covering state-of-the-art diagnostics, services and treatments for a holistic approach to health and well-being. Sebastian, welcome to the show. Hi, Mario. Great to meet you. Likewise, great to meet you. So let's start with the old adage, prevention is better than cure. We all know that. But uh, in your world, is preventing injuries and diseases of the musculoskeletal system, generally speaking, is, is that possible? Yeah, prevention is, is always a, is a very big word. Um, and uh, in an ideal world, it would be great if we could prevent everything and everywhere at any time. But obviously, that's, uh, that's not possible, at least not yet. Uh, but what is possible is that we can always reduce risks of getting injured, risk, reducing risk of uh, getting or developing certain uh, diseases such as low back pain or neck pain. Or, or what is also possible is that we can slow a progression of certain diseases, especially when it comes to degeneration, such as knee osteoarthritis. Generally speaking, it's, it's very important to differentiate between all the diseases and injuries and also to see, is it more an acute injury or is it more a chronic condition? Mm -hmm. But you're an orthopedic surgeon, Sebastian, so surely prevention is your enemy. I'm, I'm sure uh, any opportunity to open up a patient and see what's inside is, is what you're trained for and is your life's work. So um, why are you interested in preventive care so much? whilst maybe others in your trade focus more on developing their surgical skills? That's a very, that's a very good question. 
Um, actually, that's more related to my my own story. So when I was very young, I was I had this dream of becoming the next Ronaldo and the next uh, professional uh, top athlete. I had the same dreams about. <laughs> <laughs> so we we both didn't make it. Um, and uh, so I was playing uh, football, and I was playing for for two German teams, first club of Cologne by Leverkusen. Uh, I was uh, one of these talents, um, extended squad under 15 for the national uh, team in Germany in football. Um, however, due to many injuries, um, I had to stop this career. So um, I was suffering from a, from a stress fracture in my metatarsal bones. I was playing with it two months. I mean, that's very, very painful. At this time, we didn't have MRI. Are we talking the early 90s? Um, so then I was limping because of this developed disc problems. I had several muscle tendon injuries, ACL injuries, you name it. Um, and uh, unfortunately, or fortunately, I had to I had to stop this career. And then I was asking uh, always the question myself. I was asking myself the question: um, Why, why, why me? Yeah, why is it this the case? And uh, the only answer I was given is the is the Darwin's theory, survival of the fittest, and I couldn't accept that I am not not fit. So I was asking the questions, and uh, and when you ask questions, you get answers. So it's all about your individual capacity. Uh, it's about deficits. It's about uh, strength, strengths, and uh, and these kind of things. So I, I decided to become a doctor. And um, in Germany, you have to, if you want to do something with uh, orthopedics or sports medicine, you become a uh, consultant in orthopedic and trauma surgery. Mm-hmm. Here in the UK, you can become a consultant also in sports and exercise medicine, which is not possible in Germany. So I did all that, all the surgeries, which is at the end of the day very good because then you know also the indications for surgeries uh, and uh, non-indications. So you can always give patients a very, very honest uh, opinion. Um, so I replaced knees, I replaced hips, uh, I reconstructed ACLs and so on and so forth. But uh, I remember very well during one surgery when we opened up the knee and we replaced the knee. Um, when you then think more about, hmm, would it be possible to prevent the knee osteoarthritis and to prevent this patients from uh, an, a new uh, replaced knee, then I think it's, that's then the time where you really shift your focus on what's possible and uh, away from surgeries. Fascinating. And, and good to know we both have uh, that failed dream in common, Sebastian. Um, injury prevented your dream coming reality. Lack of talent prevented mine. But anyway, uh, knowledge is power uh, when it comes to prevention, Sebastian. So what do we need to know when it comes to preventive care? I mean, the first step is always to know how an injury or how a disease develops. And that's what we call the pathogenesis. Um, Unfortunately, we don't know for every disease and every injury the pathogenesis in detail, but we know much more than we we did uh, decades ago. So, for example, let's take uh, knee osteoarthritis. So, nine millions uh, here in the UK suffer from uh, knee osteoarthritis. And um, knee osteoarthritis is uh, is what we call a mechanical disease, um, which means abnormal loading on the joints leads to a higher level of inflammation in the joint, which then leads to uh, cartilage uh, degeneration. And that's what we call osteoarthritis. So typically, for instance, 
uh, obese patients have a higher risk, especially when they're female, of developing a knee osteoarthritis. And that has two main reasons. So one reason is that uh, through the weight, for instance, the mechanical load on the joint is, uh, is higher or is abnormal. And at the same time, obesity, of course, we all know this is a lot of fat tissue. And fat tissue leads to a higher production of so-called inflammatory cytokines, which increases level of inflammations. And both things, abnormal mechanical loading and higher level of inflammation, uh, increases the risk of developing knee osteoarthritis. Well, that, that's fascinating. So, so what you're seeing is a direct correlation between lifestyle choices and, and ultimately an impact on the joints uh, and, and joint injury and disease. That's correct. Um, so with that in mind, how do you measure the load on joints? Um, and I understand you've, you've pioneered your spine and movement lab at Lanzerhof at the Arts Club. Maybe it's a good opportunity to tell us more about that. Yes, when you focus on, uh, on uh, preventive care in musculoskeletal diseases, then you need to open up in the, into the field of biomechanics and neuromechanics. And what we have here in Lanzo where the Arts Club is, we have a complete uh, biomechanical lab where we can assess every human function and every locomotion of the human body. So we have a, a motion capture system, a motion capture camera-based motion capture system, it's a marker-based uh, motion capture system, which is coming from the film industry. Probably everyone knows the movie Lord of the Rings. Mm. So, uh, so Gollum. Uh, Gollum. Gollum. Yes, all these mo- moves were were uh, recorded with a motion ca- capture system and inspired have, by Gollum. Exactly, exactly. And such a such a system we are using uh, for uh, motion capturing. And motion capturing is about what we call the kinematics, so how the joint angles are during dynamic tasks, such as walking, so gait analysis, such as running, running analysis, in athletes or basketball players or footballers, also jumping analysis. And when we do that, then we see deficits during the movements. And at the same time, we're combining then this motion capture system with force plates uh, so we, we get force data and the combination of both, we are through mathematics, it's called inverse dynamics, we are able to analyze exactly the amount of loading on the joints, may it the ankle, the knees or the hips. So this is fascinating. So is this at the outset of someone's typical journey at the club when they join Then Are you collecting data at the very outset to help determine their future pathway? That's absolutely correct. So it's about uh, patients, our patients, and also our members. We uh, assess them not only in, a, in, a, in the clinical environment, how everyone is used to, to know it. So yes, we, we have an initial consultation. So we're talking about the past medical history. We have our physical examination, which is a typical um, assessment of a, of a doctor. But then at the same time, we analyze not only the structure and the morphology, so which we're doing with our MRI, but also we assess the function. And, uh, and that's very important because uh, many patients tell you, okay, I have pain during running or after six kilometers of, of running or, or when I walk longer an hour, then my knee starts hurting and so on. So I think it's, uh, it's very important that we not only assess someone passively laying on the on the 
on the bed, treatment bed, bed, and then do a physical examination. No, no, it's also very important to assess someone during dynamic tasks. So you mentioned MRI, Sebastian, and um, I think most of us have heard of that. Some of us, have, unfortunately, have had to to go onto or into an MRI machine. Um, tell us about that, because I think that's a state-of-the-art uh, piece of equipment you also can work with at uh, Lanzerhof at the Arts Club. So there are 1.5 uh, Tesla MRI machines on the market, um, but the newer machines are three Tesla, which is a stronger magnet, and we have a three Tesla MRI at Lanzov at the Arts Club, which allows us to go really into depth when it comes to imaging. However, uh, imaging is very important, as I said, for diagnostic purposes, but also we can use it to monitor um, mm. athletes and we can to use it to monitor patients. So, for instance, years ago, uh, one of the top researchers in knee osteoarthritis, uh, Thomas Andriaki from Stanford University, came up with a, with a model uh, an, an, an osteoarthritis model where, where he said, okay, in order to, to go into the direction of a more targeted treatment and maybe one day in order also to predict onset of a knee osteoarthritis, maybe, maybe in the future also to prevent knee osteoarthritis. So we need three things. One thing is the biology. The second thing is the structure. And the third thing is the mechanics, the functional mechanics. And um, when it comes to structure analysis, that's MRI, that's the imaging, that's the morphology analysis, how we call it. And uh, it's very important that you do then certain and specific cartilage sequences. And uh, we do that here at Lanzov at the Arts Club. So we, we talk about um, cartilage mapping. So we use cartilage mapping uh, as a, a specific um, cartilage sequence and imaging um, where we can see deficits in the cartilage even before we see the normal MRI sequences. So, and combined with the functional mechanics, which means the, the gait assessment and the detection of, of mechanical loading, then we have a very, very detailed data to see where someone stands and then to monitor him over time. And uh, we can then, when we change abnormal loading, uh, slower the progression of the disease. So this sounds incredibly exciting. You, you have a, clearly have a number of tools at your disposal that can help you analyze and diagnose, um, not just for those in everyday life and circumstance, but I imagine this also has an application for elite sports people, athletes, footballers, um, and I understand you do work closely uh, in professional sports too. Absolutely, absolutely. So we have uh, several collaboration with uh, Premier League teams. So we're doing at our facility their medicals. So when it comes to uh, new transfers and new players, uh, they're using, uh, using our facility and our uh, technology and equipment uh, for uh, these uh, medicals. And uh, yeah, in, in elite athletes, it's, it's all about um, uh, reducing the risk of injuries and preventing athletes from injuries. And um, so it's not only about the motion capture, how the athletes are moving or they're running and uh, the kinetics, uh, how much load is on the joint. It's also about their muscle tendon units. So it's that what we call the muscle tendon units because uh, muscle injuries um, um, are very, very important when it comes to elite athletes. And therefore, it's, it's very important to go into more depth and also to assess someone's muscle tendon units. So we do that here in Lanzov at the Arts Club. 
So we're combining, for instance, an isokinetic device with an EMG system and an ultrasound system. So we really get data of the, of the muscle architecture, which then leads directly to targeted and specific training plans. And that's, that's very important for elite athletes. So um, let's go back to, I imagine a lot of our listeners are, are fascinated by this and, uh, and rightly so. Um, but for those of us that um, really want to take preventive measures and proactive measures uh, with regards to our well-being, you've launched wellness screening, uh, I understand. And I know you're a passionate believer in, in, in wellness screening. Maybe tell us a little bit more about that. What does that involve and entail? And how can that help with prevention generally? Yes. I mean, uh, it, we talk about today about musculoskeletal diseases and injuries. But, uh, but there's so much more. There's metabolic diseases, there's cardiovascular diseases, um, and there is, uh, there is uh, um, a lot of things we can attest and we can see someone's status even before then symptoms occur. And, uh, and that's what we do with our executive screening. So it's a very comprehensive screening. So we do from genetic testing, uh, blood testing, cardiovascular testing, metabolic testing, loads of imaging is involved and all leads to um, to one thing that we find um, problems even before symptoms or a disease uh, pops up and that's why we're doing uh, these these screenings in terms of diagnosis you've got a number of tools at your disposal and, and that's wonderful but what about the results the forthcoming treatment how do you integrate a treatment plan um, for the benefit, maximum benefit for the patient. Yeah, that's uh, that's uh, that's also very very important. I mean, first there is the diagnostic. Uh, so one, once we have the diagnostic, so we know everyone's individual deficits, and then the next step is the treatment. And uh, and uh, with the treatment, you want to change these deficits, and um, and that's what we're doing here at Lanzovetias Club in a in very, very multidisciplinary integrative approach. So we have uh, on-site uh, chiropractors, osteopaths, physiotherapists, biomechanists, uh, trainers, strength and conditioning c- coach. So we have a full team of, of experts. We then uh, working also all, all together at, uh, to, towards one goal, which is then to reduce um, these deficits in our members and patients and uh, in trying to reduce of them getting injured or, uh, or faster degeneration in their joints. Give us an example of, uh, of some real success stories you've had here, Sebastian. Yeah, I mean, initially patients don't come uh, or members don't come and say, oh, I have, I have the feeling I have deficits. Um, let's figure out what it is. No, patients come usually with pain. Yeah, that's the that's the that's the driver. So and and the first thing is always then to figure out what causes the pain. So we do traditional, typical orthopedic work. So um, yeah, we're going through the past medical history. Then we do a proper uh, physical examination. So and uh, and then we do imaging for diagnostic purposes. And then once we have this um, 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 diagnosis. And uh, and then we then we treat it. So our success stories is I mean it's it's, uh, it's so far we are very very lucky and fortunate that we could help uh, the vast majority of our patients, 
and uh, and our members are also very happy that they um, getting the care they they they're receiving. Well, um, I think it uh, all sounds incredibly reassuring. You're giving us all hope in your capable hands, Sebastian. What's the last piece of advice you would have for our listeners in, in taking preventive measures for a f- happy, fulfilled and balanced life and injury-free life, actually? I think the most important thing is get tested, get treated, specifically targeted, tailor-made treated, and then get retested to see if, if the approach was working. Sebastian Kuntz, Medical Director for Lanzerhof at the Arts Club. Thank you very much. My pleasure. Thank you too.